It's uh, spitting snow here in Sault Ste. Marie as well. Uh, this is Turnbuckle Talk, episode 359. Battles, promotions, and downfalls. I've got Carl Carafel with me, OMD beside me. My name is Chris Best. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, nice, fairly easy day at work and still pretty steady. So I can't complain. It was a very busy day for me today. I had lots going on, lots of... Uh calls lots of watching people it was uh it was a it was a day we'll put it at that yeah <laughs> and it was a day as far as the wrestling news world goes like i've used this term before but we've got a plethora of stories that we're going to dive into um we're going to actually bookend the stories with the law starting off with our first story Coming out of the Calgary Herald, a warrant issued for Calgary-born wrestler Teddy Hart. Warrant has been issued for the arrest of Calgary-born wrestler Teddy Hart after he failed to make an appearance in a Florida court on drug charges. Uh, the grandson of pro wrestling legend Stu Hart, we know most of his history. We know he spent time in TNA, uh, OMD. Before the show, you told me he was in Wrestling Society X. Um, what do you guys make of this? This is just one more thing added to the long list of the trouble that is Teddy Hart. <laughs> what could we say? I mean, people get in trouble with the law and it just seems to be a continuous, uh, snowball effect, so to speak, when it comes mm -hmm. to that. Some people are able to get out of it and change. Some people aren't, unfortunately. And it looks as though Teddy Hart is one of those that um, just continues to find it for some reason. Now, I don't know if this is a matter of him coming back to Canada and uh, not being down in Florida to make the appearance or what. We don't know. But all we know is that I'm sure his lawyer was in contact with him. And uh, failure to appear, um, especially in the United States, generally means a, an arrest warrant is being issued for you. Yes. Um, Jeff Hardy, Sonny, he just, he falls into that category now for me. And the little bit that I've seen of him, and that goes back to Wrestling Society X, I missed his time in TNA. Um, even as I read the article before the show, I didn't even realize he had pulled a couple of jobber spots in WWE. 
Yeah, he um, um, he made several appearances on Velocity, Heat, those kinds of shows back in the day. But I mean, what a waste! And I don't know what if what the right word is, but I guess tarnishing the heart name. Uh, you might okay. guess and no. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Um, but Teddy Hart, uh, as you had just alluded to, OMD, what a waste because this dude, talented in the ring. Don't get me wrong, very talented. Used to love watching this guy wrestle. Was hoping I'd hope he would, you know, make it somewhere. But uh with his troubles with the law, I've pretty much given up on this guy at this point. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, do we, do we have any court. idea do we have any idea as to um i know we know what it is for but is has there been any other information on in regards to it uh who has it stuff like that uh an arrest affidavit it says here an arrest affidavit was produced by the titusville police in florida uh, it states that Hart was pulled over in his 2022 Ford Mustang for speeding and failing to obey a red light of July 14th of last year. Uh, the officer said he detected an overbearing aroma of burned cannabis and found an unsealed medical marijuana container in his car, which also had a female passenger. He also stated that he found a Ziploc bag containing a blue powder in a fanny pack along with Hart's Canadian and U.S. passports. The blue powder, however, was later identified, uh, uh, tested presumptive positive for MDMA. MDMA is ecstasy, for those that don't know. So uh, the officer also found red pills and some other powder stored in an eyeglass that also tested positive for ecstasy as well. Okay. He's looking at he's looking at some serious prison time for just the possession of ecstasy alone. Right. I don't know exactly like how much prison time he's looking at, but if this stacks onto his previous charges, which usually it will, he's going away. Yeah. He's going away. His wrestling career is done. <coughs> and he's served time before. Mm-hmm. For what? So, I believe more drug charges or DUIs, okay. stuff like that. He served time. It was never much. It was the weekend here or there or that one month sentence, but he's a repeat offender now. So this is, I mean, he's hit sunny category. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we've reported on Sunny before, and uh, it honestly would not surprise me. And te I believe you are right, Bobby Stats. Teddy Hart was in the earlier version of MLW, the one that before Court Bauer closed the doors and reopened it. Yeah. And we got Basser coming in saying, uh, how's it going? How is it going, Basser? And we've got uh, something here. Gotta, yeah, we're just going to ignore that next comment. <laughs> yep. Basser, good to see. You. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you for stopping in. Yeah. Um, 
What are so Bobby and Basser? What are your guys's take on this entire thing here with uh, Teddy Hart and the legal issues that the guy is going through once again? Going through legal issues. What are your guys's uh, thoughts on that? I'd be interested to hear. Yeah. Definitely, definitely interested. It's it's a it's a very unfortunate situation that um you know that he's come into this once again and that that this is his you know kind of fallen on him once again. Uh Basser saying Teddy has had a lot of chances from what he understands and what he knows. Uh and I can confirm mm-hmm. that he has. He has had a lot of chances oh, yeah. when it comes to uh correcting his legal issues, so to speak. Um, and unfortunately, another time, this is another one where he had that chance. Uh, Bobby, I fully agree with you. Yes. Yep. Bobby is saying, I hope someone is able to help Teddy Hart. I hope so as well. I don't know who or what is going to help, but I really do hope that something helps him. Yes. Yeah. His, his, I know his legal issues in the past has led to him being fired from promotions being pulled off cards from promotions, mm-hmm. promotions who won't don't want to deal with him again. I know TNA is on that list of promoters who don't want to deal with him again. Yeah. And that's sad too, given again, like I had mentioned, he was a talented wrestler. He was very talented in the ring. Right. And because of his chances, his his runs in his run-ins with the law, his chances for working for any wrestling company are slowly becoming slim to none yep and he definitely was a good wrestler i mean you look at who he was trained by he was trained in in with the hearts yeah trained in the dungeon yep there was no better place for anybody to go to train than than there at you know at the time right uh you've got Mm -hmm. some great organizations out there now that are really doing good things uh that you know like the nightmare factory is doing really good stuff al snow's uh wrestling academy does fantastic stuff as well but tyson kid and natty's uh dungeon 2.0 is starting to do some good stuff yeah 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 i mean when you look and your uncles are brett and owen hart right brett owen davy jim when you're when your grandfather is Stu Hart, right? A man who could have taught him discipline in the wrestling mm-hmm. business because that's how he that's what he did when training his boys to get in the ring. Right. Clark right. 39, we are doing just great. <laughs> Doing absolutely fantastic. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to this here. This is Turnbuckle Talk. Uh, How'd you find us? Uh, We're always interested to know how people come across the uh, the channel and, uh, you know, kind of how they found us and uh, where they found us. We can see here that you were over on the Twitch side of things. We really appreciate that. Uh, Every view that we can get on Twitch really does help. So we appreciate you for that. Are you a professional wrestling fan? If you're in here, then you're in the right place for that. uh, Tuesdays, we give you uh, news stories that maybe other people aren't necessarily talking about. And uh, Mondays, we do a raw uh, we have the Raw Patrol where our faces are on the screen as we're watching Monday Night Raw, and you get to see all of our expressions as we discuss the show. We have a number of different shows here on this platform, too, so I appreciate you coming by. 
Yeah, there's a, there's actually more to the in this article too regarding Teddy yeah. Hart. Really? Uh, it says here, yeah, it's <laughs> it says here last week a probo- uh, probation officer in an affidavit also accused of failing to provide a mandatory drug test, twice attempting to falsify drug testing, as well as not making the weekly phone calls to a community uh, community supervision officer. Holy now those weekly crap. calls, I, I, yeah, he like they're throwing the book at this guy. They yeah, are throwing at this the point, book they have at him to. now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely insane. Yeah. And all over ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Like this is stuff that, you know, calling, doing the drug tests. Okay, maybe, maybe I can understand if you're if you're kind of hooked. Um mm-hmm. maybe not wanting to do the drug tests. I get and understand that. But those phone calls are easy enough. You can do that from anywhere in the world right now. Yep. And you're failing to do that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I just, at this point, I, I do wish the best. I do wish Teddy does come out of this situation. I wish he comes out of all situations and gets himself the help this man sorely needs. That's, that's, that's exactly it. The help that he needs. But mm. if he doesn't want the help, there's going to yeah. be no helping him. Right now, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Because in order to get the help, you got to help yourself first. Yep. Right. You got to want the help. Yeah. If he's not wanting that help right now, then it's he's screwed. He's screwed. Yeah. So um, hopefully, hopefully, maybe something comes about where they're like, okay, we understand, you know, all of these issues happened and you didn't show up and the arrest warrant is now put out for you. And once he's arrested, maybe they'll give him the option of, hey, mandatory detox, mandatory, whatever, you know, you have to be here for, you know, three months or or whatever it is. Um, Maybe that's something that will be offered to him. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully that if he does go through that uh, that three month detox, that he listens to everything that the doctors and nurses there are telling him and helping him along with. Right. Um, yeah. But what do you say? What do you say we move off of this story? Let's uh, let's uh, jump across the Pacific there to some New Japan news coming out as uh, Kazuchika Okada's last matches in New Japan have been announced. February 23rd, he will be in a 10-man tag team match. Let me just uh, look for his opponent. Oh, for the 23rd and the 24th, he's got two 10-man tag team matches where he will be tag teaming alongside Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and Yo, as he takes on Jeff Cobb, Great Okan, uh, Aaron Hanare, Francisco Akira and Callum Newman and his absolute final match on the 24th. We'll see him teaming once with Hiroshi Tanahashi, Ishii, Goto, Yoshihashi, as he takes on Matt Riddle, um, Cobb, once again, Great Okan, Hanari and, Ak- and Akira. This hmm. match just looks like fantastic on <laughs> written on paper right there. 
Yeah. What do you guys uh, think of this for Okada's final match? What a way to go out, eh? It, it definitely is a way to go out. Do I want him to go out? No, but I know that that's not an option at this point, unfortunately. Well, the positive side is he's coming to our side of the world to do some yeah. wrestling. So, <laughs> yes, true. Yes, very um, true. Where does he go from here? We can only speculate. We've all seen all the online speculation. Um, so who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. Um, but it also seems like a lot of that, I guess, old guard in New Japan, the Okada Will Ospreay is just wrapped up. Right. Um, and as well, that same weekend, we are getting Tamatonga's final match. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you for bringing that up as well. He'll be tag teaming with Tonga Loa to take on uh, fellow members of his stable. Yep. So very cool, very, very interesting. But yes, it seems like that old guard is coming out of New Japan as we're getting these up and coming talents and some North American talents who are going over there for the first time, like a Matt Riddle, like Nick Nemeth. Right. Yeah, it's I'm just more and more and more excited to see this card as Bobby Stats is saying he's interested to see. Matt Riddle and Okada on the same card, not just on the same card, Bobby, but in the same match. Right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's the big thing in the same match. These two in the same match. Now, I know that there are a lot of people out there who are um, indifferent towards Matt Riddle. I get that. Uh, I myself was one who was not really a big fan of Matt Riddle for a while. He grew on me. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I'm interested to see what he does and what he can do outside of the WWE and on the independent scene, uh, no matter where he goes or what he does. And I would love to see Matt Riddle and Okada one on one. I think that would be an interesting matchup. Yes. And I will take the indifferent on Riddle. Um, but, I mean, congratulations to him as he won the Combat One World Heavyweight title over the weekend. And then it's been announced that his first title defense will be against Daniel Healy. Oh. Formerly Austin Aries. Yeah. Interesting. Now, that Carl, could be a very good said, matchup, too. You said you yeah. want to see Okada and Matt Riddle in a one-on-one -on -one match. I'm going to do you one better yes. because on the 23rd, on that same show that Okada is having his first 10-man tag, Matt Riddle is going one-on-one -on -one with one Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, <laughs> Matt Riddle's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to yeah. be a Great match, though, regardless. You know? Oh, yes. 100% it will be. Anything yeah. Hiroshi Tanahashi is in or does is absolute gold in my books anyways. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that Matt Riddle is... Uh, he's going to be feeling the effects of a matchup with Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah. yeah, and this is for the IWGP Television Championship as well. Oh, for the title. I uh, see that I didn't know. I knew that he was facing him, but I didn't know that it was for the championship. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> okay. I got to find a way to watch this card now. <laughs> I really do. 
whether yeah. it's forking over the $9.99 or the $12.99 for us for New Japan World. I've got to find a way to watch this match. <laughs> if you do, just be mindful in anybody that does, anybody that decides that they're going to purchase uh, New Japan World. Um, it looks a little weird on your bank statements as uh, Joe has told us in the past before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it does look a little weird, uh, but does equal out to about $12, $13 Canadian at least. Yeah, um, I was going to say run, the same so. thing because some years ago I did. I subscribed to New Japan for one of the Tokyo Dome shows. And it looked weird on my card. So, yeah, I canceled it, it not does. realizing what was going on. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That was my subscription to New Japan. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, this is this card. This entire card as, as a whole looks amazing. Because uh, we also got Zack Sabre Jr. and Yuji Nagata going at it. Uh, the main event, Dave Finley and Nick Nemeth. Uh, e- evil versus Shota Umina. Give me anything mm. evil does. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I want evil to is, come to this the is WWE. New beginnings, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Okay. And it's two days. I want new e- beginnings, right? Yeah. It's a two day show. And I want evil to come to the WWE to the WWE at some point. I really want to see him come. Yes. Ah. I, uh, yeah, I want to see him come to the WWE as well. Yes. Uh, we're going to stick with new Japan as we've got some further new Japan news that relates to AEW as well as one. Oh. Yeah. As one Rocky Romero is going to be, joining the AEW front office. It's not speculated on what he's going to be doing. Um, He's still going to be doing, he's still going to be working for New Japan uh, wrestling matches and whatnot, but taking on a front office role with AEW. OMD and I were were discussing what this could mean uh, prior to going live with the show. OMD, why don't you care to elaborate on what you had uh, told me? We were sort of uh, looking at him being a liaison between AEW and New Japan, since he does work both promotions. So he'd have the better eye for, okay, let's bring this guy to New Japan. Let's bring this guy over. Sort of that talent scout. Um, because he does work for New Japan behind the scenes and helped bring CMLL and AEW together for their working relationship that formed last October. Um, so with him working for both, I can definitely see him being that liaison type of person. Okay. Does that really warrant a front office job? If he's doing liaison work as say a talent relations officer for new Japan, maybe. But does that, as I think Carl's asking is, does it, warrant him working in the front office for AEW or is he just picking up and taking over QT Marshall's old position? Oh, I see. Mm. But even then, even then, okay. For, for me, I feel personally that in the wrestling world, if you're going to be working the front office, then you need to just work the front office. Now by front office, what I mean is like um, executives, 
stuff like that, right? Right. I, I back office. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just clarify. Back office, I feel, is more like, um, you have on screen role, but you're in the back as like coach, mentor, um, you know, stuff like that, right? Front office, like writers, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. Triple H, okay. Triple yeah. H, okay, and Triple H is a totally unique situation to this. But he could be considered both a front and a back office person. I feel more like a back office person is someone who you do still see on your television screen in some capacity. Uh, Front office means, like for the WWE at least, uh, means Connecticut, means Stanford, means you're in the office. So, okay, but Rocky Romero may be taking on. A role like the EVPs, Nicholas and Matthew Jackson. And then the young bucks are gone. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what I meant by talent relations, because JR did the same thing. JR was an on screen personality, but he was the EVP for talent relations in WWE. Mm-hmm. That's something that Rocky Romero, I. I still think could do because let's face it new japan you don't get you don't wrestle as many dates in new japan as you would say in the wwe or aew you're once or twice a month with new with new japan right so it wouldn't be too hard for him to uh be like okay i've got the cvp job with aew but i have this match over in new japan so i can do this match in new japan bring my aew work with me do it there have my matches Okay, so you talk about JR, who, Mm -hmm. yes, was an on-screen behind a desk. What happens Mm -hmm. now if Rocky Romero goes to New Japan, faces murder grandpa, gets dislocated limbs, and a (laughs) uh, broken, broken back, broken leg, torn ACL, something... And now is out for eight to ten to twelve months. So now still you've att- compromised Rocky <laughs> Romero as the performer, mm-hmm. as well as front office. I don't they feel see. that it is a smart decision to have mm-hmm. somebody working your office and wrestling at the same time. That's a personal opinion, right? Yeah, but keep in mind. Just because his arms are broken and he can't use them doesn't mean that a computer has doesn't have text to speech. True or speech to, to text, I mean. Right. So let's say talent relations. If this is the type of role that Rocky Romero is going to be in, you need to be going to and watching these people perform. Mm-hmm. How is he going to travel when he's laid up in a bed? He's not going to have that, that point at that. At that point, he'd have to have the talent send tapes of his mat of their matches. Not the same. Yeah, unfortunately, not the same. But that's how and that's also how that's also how Jr. got a lot of the talents too. Was the tapes that he got as well? Yeah, right, um, right, and that was but twenty five thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah, on the opposite end, when Jr. would invite them to do dark matches on Raw, he'd be 
he'd still be at the arena, but he'd be backstage watching it on a video camera somewhere, you know? Yeah. Or at ringside, you know, or at ringside preparing his notes with the King for the raw that they're going to be doing or the SmackDown that they're going to be doing while watching that match. Yes. Right. And I have this same article up that cause Chris sent it to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does regularly compete in the ring for both. He is also the current MLW middleweight champion set to defend the title against CMLL's Mystico at MLW Intimidation Games on February 29th, this being a leap year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so now you've s- got him working it for three, four different promotions. Is he maybe looking to wind down his in-ring career? And he's been at it. Time. He's he's been at it for a while now. So, um, I'm wondering too because of what we discussed last week on Turnbuckle Talk, the whole poaching talent thing, like from Stardom. There's a fine line if Rick, if Rocky Romero, let's say he does take a talent relations <laughs> job, there's a fine line that uh, that Rocky would have to uh, tread lightly on as far as. Uh, hiring wrestlers from the promotions he's currently wrestling for or right yeah <laughs> yeah i think it's probably going to be part more part of the like working arrangements between all of these companies mm-hmm. and he can sort of become that go-between factor of saying it's for this number of dates and we'll make sure he's available and we will do our best to keep him healthy for you for that show. Right. And um, I mean, the only reason I say we'll do our best is because we all know that accidents and injuries happen in wrestling. Oh, yes, they do. And if it is a front office position and let's say it is EVP of talent relations, and he does get hurt, that doesn't mean that he's not going to have his own team of uh, scouts that he could send out, we'll say, to go and check these out too, you know? True. Because I get a feeling JR could have done that as well. Yeah, definitely. That's a possibility. But as far as we know, this is all just speculation for what he could be doing. Yeah. Um, Because the article told us nothing about what he's doing. Yeah. And I believe me, guys, I went through five or six different articles to see if they found anything. Nothing. It's all they all said the same thing. Um, I do wish uh, I I know Rocky's got a plethora of uh, knowledge when it comes to the ring. So I do hope that uh, he helps AEW in this uh, in this new position Mm -hmm. and helps AEW get back to where they once were in my opinion yeah um yeah are we ready to move on to other news guys or have you guys got anything more to say on the situation no i believe good let's go ahead more news is more news is good news (laughs) all right so let's move on to um pretty sad and uh distressing news i guess you could say Maurice has uh, been di- diagnosed uh, with a very rare pre-cancer 
And now she has to go under a total hysterectomy. Meaning that every one of her lady parts or inside lady parts are get, going to get removed. Yeah. Cancer sucks. I'll, I'm, I'll start it off with that. Mm-hmm. Can, yep. Cancer just flat out sucks. And I, I don't wish it upon anyone. And I hope, yep. I hope she gets better from this. Um, What do you guys make of this situation too? Horrible. Yeah, just like you said, cancer sucks. I mean, I feel Mm -hmm. for her, but I am very happy and thankful at the same time that she does have children. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a messed up situation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven precancerous tumors on her ovaries. Yeah. Yeah. You said 11? And a few, yeah, 11. Yes. And a few that they found that were benign at that point in time, but they're sending them away for uh, further testing. Um, she's scheduled to go for the surgery in about a month's time. And I'm expecting that we're not going to see The Miz on TV during that time. No. Because you know that she's gonna, he's going to want to be home with Maurice, with the kids, Absolutely. and doing everything yeah. he can to help her out, you know? Of course. Of um, course. Now, we, the three of us, have had a friend who battled and kicked cancer's ass. So I can ho- only hope that Maurice does the same thing. Yes, as well. and I'm, sh- I'm sure we've all had friends or family or know somebody that has lost their life and succumbed to cancer. Yeah. Yep. The Miz does have a match against Logan Paul this Friday, but at Parish, I'm talking about uh, when the surgery comes. I'm pretty, I'm fairly certain he's going to want to stay home for that. Yeah. I would hope so. I would yeah. <laughs> definitely hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, it, it, it is a difficult situation for, I mean, anyone to have to go through. Um, I've kind of been through those situations where, um, a full hysterectomy, uh, needs to happen. Um, clearly not Mm -hmm. on myself, but, um, right. You know, a former, a former spouse of mine that, uh, you know, had some very, very bad medical, concerns and issues as well not cancerous but things need to happen and everything was taken and it yeah. it, it sucks it, it really it plays not only on on you know the guy because i mean you know like he's concerned obviously but um the effects that this this has on the women or on the woman as well are astronomical yeah you have to think mm-hmm. that this is now you know if even if the possibility or the the thought of let's have another child that's gone yeah 100% yeah. at this point gone and and mentally something like that can be very devastating so i'm i'm hoping that maurice has a, a good community of people that uh, that she can be with or be around a good support system as well through this and and for Mike as well. I hope that mm-hmm. he has a good support system because 
it affects both partners. Yeah. Um, yes. Obviously, it affects the 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 woman a little bit more because physically, this is what she's having to go through, and mentally having to live with that for the rest of of her 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 existence. But it's sad, and I I really feel for both of them being kind of through the situation a little bit myself. It it hurts. Yeah. Hits home a bit for you, eh, Carl. <laughs> it does. It definitely does. So. Yeah, I offered to both Mike and and Maurice um, my well wishes and my thoughts and my, yeah my prayers and uh, I, mm-hmm. I really do hope that things go well that yeah. the uh, I pray that the surgeon um, you know is guided properly and and things are done to the right uh, right way that they should be and that everything is successful in that respect. Um, but I'm I'm. I'm remembering you guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, best wishes I mean, to us as fans. I, I got, Go ahead, I Chris. got the chance to see Maurice wrestle live. I got the chance to see Maurice wrestle live. She's actually like compared to what she was on TV. She's actually talented in house show matches. I will give her that. I actually really enjoyed the match that she had. At the house show right. I went to, um, very friendly woman. At the same time, very gracious in everything that she was given that that uh, was given to her, or that she has done, or yeah, was given to her in the WWE. Um, mm-hmm. So I wish I wish nothing but healing for Maurice and the Miz as they travel through this rocky road, as it were. Yes. Yes. It's going to be a long recovery time for her, too. It will. As you said, Carl, both physically and mentally, it's going to take them forever to get through this. Yep. At some point, yeah. for the women, I can vouch for some of the women that I know in my family. This is something you never get over at the same time. You just live with it. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Thoughts and prayers are with Maurice, Mike, and of course their girls. Get well soon. We hope everything is successful. And we want to see them both back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we do. Um, And just... For everyone, at least in Canada, um, we're talking about the the, the mental strain um, that can happen. Um, reach out and find uh, where you can get help if you are having those type of uh, mental concerns. And the easiest way for you is nine eight eight is a phone number that you can call. That's the number for uh, mental health and um, prevention. Um, Mm-hmm. If you need it, find it. Um, there are places that you can go and things that you can do to find the help. Uh, for for me, at least, um, I can tell you that from from Canada, it's nine eight eight. And uh, let me take a look here. I just had it. I don't know why it's gone now. Uh, looks like. It could be 988 as well um, in the United States of America. So 
Yeah. And if find you, those, find those. Yeah. And if you can't reach out to counselors and, and things like that, if you just, if you don't have that confidence to do it, reach out to your friends, reach out to your family, let them know what's going on. They are yep. there for a reason. Yep. I know I can, I'll speak for myself. This is my therapy. This is where I come. What I've got on my screen and what I've got on this screen are the things that help me out. I'm talking NXT on my screen, wrestling and talking, just sitting here shooting the shit with you boys. Yep. But, uh, let's move on to some more, uh, some more news with the law as we oh, as I'm calling it more bad this, news. Yeah. This has been a very shit wrestling day, news day <laughs> news, is... news week because this happened over the weekend. Um, a pro wrestler has been identified in connection with a Portland, Oregon ho- uh, homicide. KYN CBS news out of Portland, Oregon has identified William Albert Haynes jr. Billy Jack Haynes, uh, in the shooting death of his wife, Jeanette uh, Beecraft, at the age of 85. Uh, he was, uh, the police attended to his house early Thursday morning, uh, where he barricaded himself inside the house for two hours. There was a huge standoff. He had shot his wife. He surrendered after the two hours. Police went in there, found the body. He was hospitalized that same day for a whole other medical issue that's not connected with the Thursday incident. He's expected to be taken to jail once he's released from the hospital in just a few days. Authorities said charges against Haynes will not be released until he's booked. This guy, we, we, we were just talking about mental troubles too. This guy's had his fair share of mental troubles as well in the past. Um, he was a big name in the Portland, Oregon scene, trained once again to with the stew with the dungeon under Stu Hart this time around. A lot of bad bad news coming out of the dungeon. <laughs> um dope. Yeah. What do you guys um make of this situation? Are you guys familiar with Billy Jack Haynes? I am. I've I know the name. I'm not familiar with his in-ring work. Um I know when this started to break over Thursday, Friday, and into the weekend, there was other reports saying that his wife was not in good health. But yes, he had been identified as, I think it was, he was probably trying to do it to be merciful, maybe trying to be that angel of angel of death, but I think that's it not went the way to far. do it though. No. No, definitely not. The no, way to no, do it's it. not. Um, and again, that's just speculation on my part. I'm not saying that he was or wasn't. Right. But Carl, yeah, I'm not uh, finding you... anything more. I'm not finding anything more on um, on it right now. So I guess he is still uh, hospitalized at this time. Um I guess one of the biggest things that I can say is that, uh, you know, this line of work, the professional wrestling line of work, um, really does take its toll on mm-hmm. uh, people um, physically, 
and mentally it does yeah i'm not finding anything more on it i know that i have after i got out of the business of uh, in-ring competition that i struggled quite a bit as well when it came to uh, mental um i still deal with the physical every day that's not going to change and i'm okay yeah. with that I, i've learned to accept that um but the mental is is the the hardest thing to do and get over and i know that um a lot of these situations kind of come back to maybe a brain injury or a brain disorder of some sorts uh, contrary to popular belief yes when you are wrestling there are times where you're dropped on your head there are times where a yeah. uh, kick to the face actually connects and happens and uh, concussions are a very very prevalent thing within sports and i'm not just saying pro wrestling but we're looking uh you know hockey we're looking football uh you know to a to a smaller extent baseball um maybe you want to start to play golf because i don't think you're going to get a concussion there mm -hmm. um but it, it, i think again, with this situation I think this is going to open up once again. I don't know if you guys remember a few years ago, there was a um, large lawsuits that was being undertaken and looking into about concussion I, syndromes. I was yes. just going to bring that up because Billy yeah. Jack Haynes was named in that lawsuit. He was amongst that list of wrestlers who was okay. in there. Yes. So I think I, we may see that reopened again. Mm -hmm. I have a tiny little bit more going back. Um, yes, um, his wife suffered from dementia. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not to say that Billy Jack Haynes didn't because he did take right. a lot of headshots in his time. Absolutely. And I mean, the most notable case of this, I mean, this is the second one, but the most notable case of this is also the most taboo name in the industry and we go chris benoit yeah mm -hmm. uh, it, i mean definitely it's a possibility that uh, kind of the same or similar situations uh you know kind of happens maybe there was that uh that um and i don't even want to call it a mental disorder of sorts but maybe the injury yeah injuries the that were sustained yeah, the trauma is mm -hmm. a good word for that as well. Um, may have played a factor into this. Um, it's hard because I, I I haven't gone through those situations myself. So I don't know what I'm thinking or feeling mm -hmm. when having dementia So or those, those severe brain injuries. Um, so I really can't speak to that but it's i say that it's a possibility mm -hmm. right and Absolutely. that's person that's personally what i th think was going on because as i stated in the article billy jack haynes the, the the shots were heard the police were called and he barricaded himself inside the house maybe he didn't have the mental capacity to even understand what was going on for him at that time Right. And then when he finally surrendered, that was probably him coming out of it and realizing, oh, fuck, what did I do? And maybe that's why he's in the hospital right now. Maybe it is related to the murder. The police are saying that it's not, but maybe it is. 
we we won't know until the next couple of days, uh, the next few days, few weeks, even. Yeah, but I know typically I do hope Canada, we get some sort least, of resolution out of this. <laughs> I know typically in Canada, at least in, in a uh, situation such as this, uh, there would be a form two that would be put into place, uh, which is mm -hmm. a seventy-two hour um, hospitalization uh, and watch. Yeah, um, so. It could very well be the same in the United States. I don't know, but I know at least here in Canada, a form two 100% would have been done and filled out um, and taken to the hospital immediately. And if doctors deemed uh, mental capacity was perfectly fine, then they the form two would be null and void. Then they would be arrested. Mm -hmm and taken to uh to the the, the station uh, but if a doctor deems there is something mentally wrong then they would keep them for at least a 72 hour period yeah because there are interviews on youtube uh from cbs from a bunch of portland news web uh, uh youtube pages where they interviewed billy jack's neighbors and they said like before everything happened here he was the friendliest guy possible like he was just very inviting had people over always shared stories about his time wrestling things of that nature just seemed mm -hmm. like a very happy guy and like they they were just completely taken aback and shocked by what had happened yeah yeah but so. yeah it's happened. We need to wait and see what comes of this now. Yeah. Yeah. It's Again, just another another tragedy that I mean, and it's really only been in the last 10 to 15 years that we've really started to see and understand the effects of CTE and mm -hmm. brain injuries, brain trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It's I mean, going back to my first concussion in wrestling, I told the promoter I want to go to the hospital, and they're like, "Well, there's nothing that they can do for you because there's not enough research on concussions." <laughs> and this was uh, one that happened almost twenty years ago. Oh, geez. Wow. So it was just around that time that concussion research was starting to make headway. Thank you to one Chris Nowinski for doing that. Yes. By the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this has just been kind of a shit news wrestling day, guys. And I think um, we're. I, I mean, we can top it off too with you know the whole situation in Impact and where is that going to go now with Scott Demore having been fired. We talked about that last week, though. Did we? We did. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All um, right. <laughs> so, we're, yeah, JJ, we're, uh, we're... this this comment I'll put up here from JJ says uh, I have had about four major ones where my legs stopped working, and wow. that is mm -hmm. definitely definitely something that happens uh thankfully i have never been to that point but my doctor did tell me that i've had at least three um diagnosed and maybe mm -hmm. three or four undiagnosed that they could see so 
Wow. Scary situation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just a very scary situation, guys. Um, on that note, uh, what do you say we uh, wrap this up and hand out our socials tonight, guys? Well, before we do, I just want to let more stories. Know... <laughs> no, no, not really. Not really. I just want to let everybody know <laughs> that on a personal level uh, that I have teamed up with a supplement group company. Um, it is called Live Good. So I want everybody just to watch this for a moment. So Live Good is a site that has uh, some really great supplements that are out there for those who want to stay healthy from multivitamins to protein to a, uh, a coffee even. Um, some really, really good stuff. So if any of you are interested or looking for uh, something to replace your daily routine but at a better cost, I urge you to go and take a look at that site. Now, you guys know about Costco and Costco is a uh, a membership type of place where you can mm -hmm. go you get your membership and you get things at discounted pricing well it's the same with live good you don't have to get a membership you can just go and make your purchases however you want but there is a membership that you can purchase if you'd like and that membership does get you discounts as well so if anybody is interested in live good i urge you to take a look at the website livegoodtour.com slash k-a-r-l-w go and take a look at that watch that video and see what live good is all about again you do not have to get a membership but if you do, there are some really good savings that are there available for you and even some ways that you could put some money back into your pockets are available there for you as well. Sounds fantastic, actually. We um, can discuss it uh, now after, can we hand out, a little yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. Now can we hand out the socials? <laughs> now we definitely can. Yes. All right. Let's get started with you, Carl. Where can people find you? They can find me on Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Carl Carafel. That is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash K-A-R-L-K-A-R-U-F-E-L. Sweet deal. OMD, how about you, my man? Well, the people can find me on the Book of Faces under my real name, Daniel Harisic, H-R-Y-C-Y-K. On Snapchat, One Man Dynamic, capitals on O, M, and D. 
on Twitch at OMD17 and on Discord at OMD6370. Visually, the people can find me right here every Monday with you two, as well as Chris Parrish, Bubba Duke for the Raw Patrol, right here every Tuesday night with you two gentlemen for a Turnbuckle Talk and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. with Bubba Duke on the Boar's Nest. Now, how about uh, Bubba was telling me some new YouTube channels about last night, too? Uh, that I don't know. You'd have to get that information from Look him. Look on the screen rolling below you there, my man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, again, I don't know. I let him deal with all of that stuff. <laughs> um, so he's on the board at Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke on Twitch and I, at OMD Bubba or Bubba OMD on YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> he set all that up. So I don't be, have access to any of that. So it'll be twitch.tv slash, uh, boar's nest with bubba duke and for yeah. youtube it will be youtube.com slash at bubba o m d all right oops and you guys can find me at youtube.com at chris damage 83 twitch.tv cbrs underscore entertainment threads.net at uh, cbestfilms83, facebook.com, chris.best83, tiktok.com, cbrs.entertainment. You can look for me Saturdays, 8 p.m. as I start off with Uncharted 2 on Saturday Night Gaming. Uh, Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern as we do the Raw Watch Along. And Tuesdays, right here, 8.05 Eastern as we do Turnbuckle Talk. And stay tuned on my YouTube channel, by the way, because I've got something else in the works for that that channel. And on that note, gentlemen, Carl, what do you usually say at the end of the show? At the end of every show, we make sure that we let everybody know that the world is a scary place. So take care of each other.